Autobots transform. Well, hey, and welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm a fire starter. Today it is episode four of season two of Transformers Prime. It is Operation Bumblebee, part one. This episode was directed by Todd Waterman. It was written by Marty Eisenberg. And the last time on Transformers Prime, Orion Pax finally put two and two together and realized he was Optimus Prime. Jack <gasps> and RC returned from Cybertron with the Matrix of Leadership just in time to save Orion Pax from getting his head kicked in by Megatron. And in the end, Optimus remembered who Raph was. Aww. And in this episode, Megatron arrives at an excavation site. Yep, flies in to join his vehicons or mining something and... Uh... I guess he didn't see them, but Optimus and Ratchet are watching the proceedings from up on the hill, and uh, turns out they were following an ancient Autobot signal. That's what led them here. I love that he has, like, half a dozen Viacons in one of those giant-ass drills, and when they find this relic, they literally just dig a little hole in the ground and pull it out. <laughs> yes! brush some dust off there it is but it turns out that this relic was one of likely one of the things that optimus had told megatron about when he was orion pax and ratchet says well we should wait for backup and optimus says i don't like that idea let's go now we're not gonna risk waiting so two vehicles basically dig up this urn more than anything and megatron's like bring it over carefully and he opens it and looks inside but we don't see what it is yet but optimus comes running in. it's an original g1 optimus prime still in the package <gasps> actually that is worth some but it's <laughs> g1 megatron still in the package is worth even more is it how about that but uh i think anyway uh yeah megatron opens it and looks inside but optimus comes running in he can't let megatron pilfer autobot relics and megatron's like yeah that's where you're wrong and oh by the way this thing is some kind of weapon and ratchet and prime recognize it it's the spark extractor i guess they only made one yeah and uh, we go to a commercial break and when we come back megatron explains that yeah yeah it was orion pax who led to the uh the the, gave them the locations of this spark extractor and then he orders soundwave to open a ground bridge and the vehicons to attack the autobots yep take him out i like how where he tells uh optimus like you should have left your Decepticon. he calls a decepticon shield but uh the decepticon symbol on because you've been a great help to us lately whether you know it or not yeah so Ooh, then bumblebee jab. arrives and he k- kicks a lot of ass he starts mm-hmm. roasting he just arrives in vehicle form like drives between a vehicle's legs and starts whipping around the battlefield and he jumps i forget what he jumps off of but he follows jumps in the air and follows megatron into the ground bridge uh, but yeah he drives into the ground bridge transforms gra- Grabs the thing out of Megatron's hand. Like, Megatron doesn't even hear him coming up behind him, I guess. Then transforms again, does like a 180, zooms right back out to Ground Bridge. Like, okay, I'll take that. And Megatron chases after him and then lands outside of the excavation site and all the Viacons are dead. Yep, they're all dead and the Autobots are gone. And back at Optimus HQ, Bumblebee is using Raph's little toy car to show everybody yes. basically the loop-de-loop he did. He's in the, regaling uh, them with his tales of daring do. And uh, <laughs> Bulkhead even mentions, like, you got some brass balls. Or he says some other word, yeah. but he, brass balls. It's like that time Prowl said cast iron manifolds. It's some kind <laughs> yeah. of car part, but yeah. You got big nuts, boy. <laughs> Ratchet gets a, he does some research on the spark extractor and they, I forget what he realizes, but Optimus puts two and two together and figures out that likely what happened was there were a bunch of Autobot relics on or buried under Iacon before it got captured by the Decepticons. Mm. And they likely just jettisoned them all out into space in the event that they were going to, the city was going to fall to Decepticons. Yeah, just to keep them out of Decepticon hands. And RC asks, okay, is this the only thing you told them about? And he's like, okay, that's, 
That's fair, but I, I don't remember. Like she's she's kind of jabs him a little bit there. <laughs> she's she's got some sass and attitude in these next couple of episodes. But mm-hmm. we go back to the nemesis, and Megatron is he's pissed off. He regrets. He actually mentions that he regrets not removing Bumblebee's voice or more than Bumblebee's voice box when he had the chance. Yeah. And I like that he always calls him the Autobot Scout. Never refers to him by name. <laughs> yeah, it's like he doesn't even know his name. <laughs> or, or does not give a shit. It's beneath him, yeah. Yeah. Soundwave then informs Megatron that there are two more relics they know of. Yeah, there's two more geocaches in their area they haven't uh, discovered yet. <laughs> so, uh, meanwhile, Bumblebee's driving down the road doing 80 miles an hour. And I did a quick check. Uh, apparently, there are parts in Nevada where that is the legal speed limit so all right fine fine. go eight more and you uh, jump into time ah there you go so bumblebee (laughs) uh and he's out driving and he's talking to bulkhead and they pick up another beacon possibly an autobot relic yep and uh Bulkhead's going to meet him there, so bumblebee gets there first and he finds what is totally not a bomb sticking out of a rock But uh, yeah, he goes to touch it, and then something blasts him, and down he goes. And it's Mech. Whoa! And uh, Silas and all his goons walk up, and um, he he says, uh, "There's another Autobot on the way, so work briskly." And they briskly. start opening up Bumblebee. Well, at least it's an adverb. He didn't say work fast because you know fast is an adjective. Work anyway, fastly. <laughs> one of them gets out the tools and starts working, and then Starscream flies overhead, who transforms and lands because yeah, an F-16 flying 200 feet off the ground would totally go unnoticed. Um, He actually does mention, he's like, oh, thank God that Bumblebee fell into that trap and not me, which meant better than me. Yeah, he was on the way to to look at it. But while he's watching, Mech removes some part from Bumblebee, and uh, Silas has a great line where he's like, the backup is uh, getting here sooner than expected. And the guy pulling the part out says, yeah, so was was I. lucky for you. So Yeah, I I, I screwed that line up. Or I'm ahead of schedule, too. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, So they jump in their helicopter and fly off. Yeah, away they go. And Bulkhead gets there. And Bumblebee's just coming, too, I guess. And uh, Bulkhead's like, "Uh, who did this to you? And Bumblebee was like, I don't know. (laughs) Bulkhead's like, well, there's one way to find out. And uh, he heads off. He transforms. And away he goes. But Bumblebee can't transform Ooh, and bulkhead comes back he's like what's going on and yeah. they, we're doing this or they, not <laughs> yeah and he just can't transform commercial break and back at the base it's a full moon because it always is and raf asks if ratchet can fix bumblebee because uh, apparently the stun blast fried his t-cog i'm like wasn't that the name of that fucking scooter thing on mask? A T? No, it was T Bob, wasn't it? The, the little oh thing. yeah, T Bob. I totally forgot about that stupid little egg. Yeah, oh, that's it's kind of like scooter and GoBots. But, but yeah, then Miko's like, is, is that anything like a T bone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Miko. So I know our, I said RC's just got sass and back talk in this episode. Miko's just like dumb one liners, pretty much. But uh, it turns out that it's not his his T cog wasn't damaged. It's been stolen. Mm, it's gone, man. And, and, and oh, sorry, we should say what a T cog does. It's the thing that allows transformers to transform and to mimic other vehicles. Yeah, RC explains that's what it is. And and Jack asks, uh, okay, well, why would the Decepticons even need one? They already have their own, right? And well, I'm thinking, Jack, there's a lot of money for a kidney on the black market. So, uh, <laughs> T-Cog, yeah, yeah. anyway. And they, but the, the Autobots figure out, you know what? It was probably Mech. They're the ones who would do this. But here's the thing. When Bumblebee was on the ground, he woke up and saw Mech's helicopter fly yeah. away. He should have known it was Mech. I like where Bulkhead here, even uh, says, the ones that cannibalize breakdown. It's almost like he has this grudging respect for his worst enemy 
I think like he does. Just just the way he says it, yeah. Yeah, Miko says, hey, well, why don't we just build, or why doesn't Ratchet just build a new T-Cog? And apparently you can't. It's just, it's a thing that grows inside of them, I guess. And it's almost like this is a really touchy subject, because Ratchet's like, you can't just build it. If it were that easy, I'd have replaced Bumblebee's voice box by now. And it's like, Well, we're going to oh, find okay. out why Ratchet <laughs> is so touchy about all this stuff later. But we go then to, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Bumblebee thinks he's useless. He's all down in the dumps, which will be a continuing theme. (laughs) And then we go to Mech, and they install the T-Cog in their own robot. Yep, they get this thing up against the wall here, and they put the part in. It's time to commence the beta test, and I'm pretty sure this is not what a beta test is. No. But, uh, yeah, the thing, it wakes up, it scans their helicopter, but um, the transformation just isn't happening. Yeah, craps out, powers off. And then Starscream shows up, laughing and making fun of them. Yep, he pries the doors open, comes inside, and he's taunting them. He's like, well, I guess you didn't learn much from cutting Breakdown open. And I like it when he walks by, he kind of spins the rotor of the helicopter like it's his little <laughs> fucking toy or something. Yeah, just pe- ding. They put all their guns on him. He's like, please, if I wanted to kill you, you'd be screaming already. I'm here to offer some insider... Sorry. I'm here to offer some insider knowledge. Commercial break. <laughs> so Mech lowers their guns, and Starscream explains, like, it's the same thing to them that Ratchet explained to Miko. The TCOG is not a mechanical part. It's biological, mm-hmm. and it will only run on Energon. He even... He says something neat to the effect of, like, Energon is the fuel, it's the ammunition, it's the lifeblood. It is everything for Transformers. Yeah, pretty much. And he, he says, look, we, we both want this stuff. But uh, I lack the means to get it myself. But then he he kind of cuts himself just off camera with one of his claws, and he wipes the energon into one little opening on the machine. Yeah. I guess that means it can now detect energon. That's, I guess. That's a neat trick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, then we go, oh, so basically he's going to bring them to an energon deposit so they can get this thing running and get more energon. Then we go to Bumblebee, and he is pestering the fuck out of Ratchet. <laughs> driving him nuts so uh, i think ratchet's like well somebody entertain him or find him something to do and raf's like hey b how about we play a video game and uh of course it's fucking pole position <laughs> mingo's like oh that, that was a bad call and she kind of <laughs> hides her face behind the controller so she's like uh let's watch tv and it's like a a michael bay style car commercial for the new urbana 500 it will just rock your world it will transform it. And the the, the the reaction shot that they had of these, like, Miko and Rav going, looking at the TV <laughs> screen and Bumblebee behind them was mm, beautiful. But like, it just keeps getting worse because now Jack and RC come flying in on RC and it, like does his spin out in the stoppy in the front wheel. And he's like, wow, RC, I bet we were up to 120. <laughs> New speed record. And just Bumblebee's like, blah, 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 yeah. blah. he's just miserable. Oh my and, God. like, Ratchet won't even let him go outside because he may get detected he's he's going shack wacky yeah he's like we're robots in disguise you, you can't just go outside in robot mode it'll blow our cover <laughs> the next scene it, it, it's rare that raf gives me a laugh on this show but he really did he's waiting at school and, <laughs> yes. you hear, woo, woo, and the sirens go off and ratchet's there to did, pick him up 
Did did you see who was standing in the background though, John? No, was it Vance the Dance? <laughs> Behind, uh, oh, and he's talking fucker. to a girl. I was like, oh, was he talking anyway, to Sierra? Yeah. No, it wasn't Sierra. It was a girl with black hair. Okay, <laughs> I hope he gets an STD. And so Raph gets in the the uh, into Ram, Ratchet, and he's like, "Thank you for picking me up, Doctor, who is a friend of Jack's yes. mom, who is a nurse <laughs> who works at the hospital." That's <laughs> great. So Ratchet's like, uh, "Well, where where are the other kids?" And well, I guess Jack's at work. And Miko has detention. Again. Again. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, there was a cute moment here where, where Ratchet's like, would, would you like it if I put yeah. on the sirens? Because Raph doesn't seem too thrilled that it's Ratchet picking him up. He's probably just worried about Bumblebee. Understandably. Um, we then go to Bulkhead back at Optimus HQ who picks up a signal from another beacon. And um, Bumblebee, or, yeah, Bulkhead picks it up and Bumblebee's like, blah, 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 can I come through? <laughs> Pretty much. Because I guess he learned nothing. Like every time he goes out, something bad happens to him lately. But he's young. But Bulkhead even asks him, like, what are you trying to prove, man? But uh, back with Ratchet and Raph, Raph asks him, like, okay, what? really happened to Bumblebee's voice box. This is kind of a, a piss off to the Bumblebee movie because they retconned that. But yeah. it turns out that Bumblebee got caught by Decepticons in a city named Tiger Pax back in the Great War. And because he wouldn't cough up any information, Megatron ripped his voice box out. Yep. And they left him to die. But um, the Autobots found him and brought him to, Ratchet calls it a field medic. Mm -hmm. But uh, what we see is Ratchet's face looking down at him. And then Ratchet's like, that field medic could have done a better job. Yeah, Raph even asks, like, so the field medic saved uh, Bumblebee's life? But yeah, Ratchet's carrying a lot of, of uh, guilt for Bumblebee's current predicament. Yeah, he blames himself. So we then go to Bulkhead and Bumblebee, and they arrive at where the beacon is, and it's outside of a cave. Yeah, Bulkhead's like, I don't know how you talked me into this. You're getting worse than me, <laughs> Nice. And uh, out of the cave, all of a sudden, Knockout comes roasting out, and he's like, catch me if you can. <laughs> Zoom, away he goes. And Bulkhead's about to chase him, but then Breakdown comes running out of the cave. Yeah, he says, I'll get him. And then Breakdown comes out and goes, okay, you get him. Yeah. Bumblebee runs after him and Nako sees him running after him and says, oh, this is sporting of you. <laughs> and then Bumblebee tries to arm his weapons and he can't. So he can't even fire a gun without the T-Cog. Yeah, even that amount of transformation he cannot do. And Nako even stops and he's like, what what the hell, man? <laughs> yeah, you're not even going to shoot up my tires, but... We doing this? <laughs> to, so he takes off again. Bumblebee chases after him, and the ball, Knockout's just laughing at him now. So Bumblebee grabs his old junker pickup truck and starts to ride it <laughs> like a, a go-kart. It's one of them old-time pickups. Hey, you want the truth? Truck's stolen. <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to sell a stolen truck, sir? But he basically uses it like a soapbox derby kind of thing going down the hill to chase knockout lean into the side and, yeah. and, but then uh he's weighs too much and it like i guess breaks the back axle one of the wheels starts to break and goes flying off mm -hmm. and knockout's like well it's been fun but i have to deliver this yellow cylinder thing whatever it is in the he has seat. the other relic, and he just yeah. hits the gas he's out of there and then the the uh, the truck slash go-kart swerves, hits the uh, bus through the barrier on the side of this cliff highway because, of course, it's a cliff. <laughs> and Bumblebee and the truck go flying off and they fall on the camera to be continued. It's the old fake signal to capture the Autobot bit again, is it? Look, how the hell does Bumblebee not realize this is a trap? And the thing is conveniently located within walking distance from a main road, and it's sticking straight up with flashing lights on. Like, the only thing missing here is a sign pointing at it that says, Free Autobot Thing, and Wile E. Coyote standing on top of the cliff pointing a cannon at it. Like, 
At the very least, Bumblebee should immediately realize the thing isn't Cybertronian in origin. Like, even Bulkhead could tell that the thing in Poseidon's hand on that ancient mural that time in Deus Ex Machina was Cybertronian, even if he didn't know what it was specifically. Like, surely an actual made-on-Cybertron doohickey would be obvious to Bumblebee, too. Either way, it worked, but that was against one Autobot. And they even get worried when they find out another one is two minutes away. Like, what would Silas have done had all the Autobots suddenly bridged in to see what the signal was? And the thing lets Star scream there. What if Megatron and a bajillion Viacons showed up instead? I highly doubt that lightning gun would take down Megatron with one shot. And what if the Transformers didn't come right away? Like, what if this took a while? Like, did they bring some sandwiches, a deck of cards, maybe a tent in case it starts raining, you know, get a... Well, here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Pickers podcast show. The next episode Paul and I will review is Operation Bumblebee Part 2. If you want to see something that's about as enjoyable as a bee sting, you can find us on Twitter. <laughs> I'm at John Soby. He's at P. McPherson 1. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, and uh, tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later. Let's watch TV.